Welcome to the Fishers of Men podcast. I'm very amazed and I'm impressed with your own efforts at trying to get the message of Jesus Christ and him crucified out to the world in ways that you are very familiar with. I often say with a little bit of jest, but all sincerity and truthfulness, that you guys are natives to the digital world where an old geezer like me, I'm an immigrant to the <laughs> digital world. And anyway, you've, um, the Fisher Boys, at least, you have um, in the makings and in the workings a blog. Do you have a title for it? Yeah, it's called Fishers of Men. Good, good. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it, what word did, how did it originate? Um, we, I mean, we were all kind of on the same page about just wanting to do something for the church in whatever way possible. And we've all been interested in, in media and, and stuff like that. And I don't know when quarantine hit in spring or like the, when we all got sent home from college. That was like March, third week of March, somewhere around there. Um, you know, we were just trapped in, in Grand Island, just outside of Grand Island and just us bros. And we just really started taking off and, and, our daily prayer life and spiritual reading. And, you know, Father, you were talking earlier about how it just doesn't seem like a lot of Catholics are informed about the faith. And we are kind of facing that right now. And one of the things we, we did start doing is, uh, they're not out yet, but we started recording a podcast. We just started reading, going through the catechism together. And like, I mean, once we, I mean, my personal experience, once I started understanding the reason behind all the teachings, it, it all started making so much sense. And that's when I really started to love the church because I think a lot of people can get told like what they should do, but they kind of need a reason behind it. And the Catholic Church obviously has the perfect reason behind everything. Once we understand that, it's like, wow, like this is the truth. This is this is like this is it. This is what we're supposed to live. And so we started uh, just kind of breaking that down because I don't know a lot of people who read the Catechism, but I know a lot of people who listen to podcasts. You know, pop one of those in or whatever when you're driving. So yeah, we just kind of started um, talking about that, and I mean. Yeah, that's just one of the one of the things we started doing um, that came from it. But. You know, and I, whether you're uh, twenty or sixty, nobody likes to be told what to do. There's just <laughs> that's true. You know, whether you're at home with your parents or if you um, have to owe allegiance to authority, there just seems to me something in most people that oh, obedience is tough. Mm-hmm. You know, for the three promises that priests take: poverty, chastity, obedience. Especially when you get older and you're a superiors or your contemporaries in age and experience and schooling, obedience can be a real challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, when you guys went home, did you, did, I mean, when school was somewhat uh, shut down uh, March last year, did you guys all go home? Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you had said about um, when you read the catechism and break it down, and it, if, it takes a lot of time when you l- read all of the references from the church fathers, scripture, the Second Vatican Council and other conciliar documents, if you take the time and put that whole background together as a synthesis, you know, it was Pope Benedict the Sixteenth, and, man, he was a great teacher. You know, and one of his uh, sayings was, the church never imposes anything. It only proposes. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I found most useful from my seminary days was a class called Logic in which you created a syllogism that had a framework of essentially A equals B, B equals C, therefore A should equal C. And using that as a 
somewhat of a starting point and a framework of the Catholic Church says that you shall not kill. And the reasons why from Scripture we are created in the image and likeness of God and all human life has dignity, therefore you shall not kill. Or, or, or any you know, um, extrapolation of that in terms of teaching in faith and morals. And then when you sit down, and if you can have a logical, reasoned conversation, and, and the Church actually, many times we think that, um, like the commandments are negative prohibitions, thou shall nots. But actually, if you take a look at it from the other perspective, how can you become the best version of yourself as a disciple in the fulfillment of the commandments? And then, of course, you take the commandments and you condense them down into two. The first deal, three deal with our relationship with God, the last seven with our relationship with other people, and the parable of the rich young man. Jesus then breaks it down into the golden rule. Love God, first three commandments with everything you have and your neighbor as yourself. Now, um, once you realize that all of those things have been given to us by the Lord and the church, uh, then it all begins to make sense. And, you know, more you dive into that, the more you realize, boy, this makes sense. Now, gentlemen, you guys do podcasting, or at least some of you do. Tell us what that's like, you know, being young men and doing podcasts and how you think Catholic media plays an important role in growing the faith. Yeah. So uh, the biggest thing, so we started, you know, kind of getting into podcasting a couple of years ago, just like kind of fascinated by the idea of it. Um, a lot of people, honestly, in our generation aren't reading as much. They're just listening to audiobooks and yeah. stuff. So um, that's one thing I'm super passionate about personally is I'm an ad PR major. So I'm, I want to figure out how we can use social media and media in general uh, for the Catholic Church, which um, obviously Spirit Catholic Radio is doing, a lot of other great organizations. Um, but yeah, that was kind of our thought is, you know, let's let's maybe start a podcast. And so, like Danny mentioned, we're kind of diving into the catechism and figure out how we can break it down in a podcast format, uh, maybe have some guests on, stuff like that. Um, and I think especially like um, with quarantine happening this past year with COVID-19, uh, it really exp- uh, expedited that process for us. But I think the church in general with a lot of um, churches getting camera equipment to live stream masses and stuff like that and and really getting into Facebook and trying to reach parishioners that way. So um, it's huge and and jumping on that train is is going to be big for being able to spread the faith. Um, but yeah, the podcast is something that is kind of in the works right now, just trying to figure out um, some more direction and, and being able to get that edited and out there pretty soon. So Whose idea was it? Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, it was kind of a collective just decision. Um, so at this point, you think it's largely catechetical and outreach? You want people mm-hmm. to know the faith, yeah. And what's what's the format in terms of how will you in, in, impart that, inculcate that into people? I mean, will it be a conversation between two guests? I mean, what do you, what do you have in mind for that? Well, we have been so we break it down to little topics. Basically, we read until the next in brief section. You know, where mm-hmm. it says like in brief. So those those are kind of like good stopping points for topics. And yeah, we just like talk about it as as bros and just like just go in chronological order from like start to stop of where you're reading in the catechism just like talking about it and like experiences in our own life of um and just like what it like what it means to us and stuff like that so it's just kind of conversational and stuff but we just kind of go with the flow a lot of the time you know that in brief summary at the bottom is a good outline it's a good starting Mm -hmm. point Mm -hmm. and as more the more lived experiences that you can you know, yeah, I was there, or this is how I experienced this, or let me tell you a little bit about. I think people relate a lot. You know what? You know, like yesterday we had uh, a young man on air, 
And I said, you know what, who was a very good um, uh, preacher of the word in terms of using modern day parables? And I said, Paul Harvey. Mm, yeah. And you know what he said to me? Who was Paul Harvey? Right. <laughs> I guess he didn't, has, wasn't, he's been gone for a long time. Yeah. But Paul Harvey was an icon in American broadcasting probably from the 30s until the 90s. Yeah. And it was always... 60 uh, years probably, yeah. Yeah, and it was at noon and then 520 in the afternoon. And it was always a Paul Harvey news and comment. And that would be, you know, like in your experience, would be the commentary, would be the experiential nature. You know, some mm-hmm. some things, a lot of things in the Catholic Church can be pretty heavy you know, in terms of its, you know, but then, well... Or it's kind of like when you get something for Christmas, there are two types of people. Some will get out the instructions and will read them, and somebody else will say, just show me how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, the hands-on. I think a lot of Catholics, rather than sitting down and reading the catechism or whatever, tell me about it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think that if a, a very, and you guys are all very well-spoken. I, I just, I mean, you just, uh, I, I think that's a huge tribute, first to your parents, to your parishes, um, and then the Spirit's working in you. So I just encourage you um, to keep working on that and developing it. I think that's huge. I, you know, a couple of things. We're always looking for new programming. And, um, you know, one of the things, um, the, I, and I've always, and people are going to laugh, especially those here in the office, I've always thought it would be incredibly fun to have a Catholic uh, radio um, game show. Actually, awesome. <laughs> actually, the St. Mary's University in Bismarck, North Dakota, has an entire series called Catholic Jeopardy. They've got all of the questions, the categories, and wouldn't that be fun if we could somehow, it's a lot of work, but I think people would learn a lot from that type of a format Mm -hmm. or any kind of a multiple choice or whatever. There's a lot online, but but from your perspective, just to, I think people are um, appreciative. I think they're intrigued. And there's a lot to say about youth. Um, There's certain things that are, Best done in youth. Well, parenting is one. Um, And just, you know, that new thinking and um, a vitality that comes from new perspectives and new ideas. It doesn't always have to be the way that people of my generation think it should be done because times change. And I just encourage you, uh, however that develops, Mm -hmm. boy, stay at it. Definitely, yeah. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, if you ever need resources, we'll get them. Yeah, and I think that's uh, great what you mentioned there, Father. Don't tell me, show me. Yeah. How important that is for us as Catholics, especially young Catholics, uh, to be living our faith as examples for others, to show them the way of Christ. What's up, podcast? Mitch here. Please consider leaving us a review. Let us know your thoughts on this podcast. And if you aren't already, go to Instagram right now and follow us at Fishers of Men Official. That's where we kind of document our day-to-day lives, um, show you kind of what we're up to individually, and hopefully inspire um, and help foster your faith on there. So give us a follow, uh, DM us, let us know what you think about this podcast. This has been the Fishers of Men podcast.